Hi Kim, thank you for being an inspiration as a woman who makes a difference in the community. You are an example that we can follow as a person who never gives up even though facing the most difficult challenges. Welcome to episode 5 of our 5 part series. It's our final podcast of our On The Ball podcast series. Hi, I'm Timothy Maurice, a behavioral psychology author focused on brain and brand power. I've partnered with Kim Palmer to bring you an exciting series where we explore how she built the On The Ball brand, but more importantly, how she overcame her challenging background and developed herself into one of South Africa's most inspiring academic and tech leaders. Kim, what a journey it has been through this series. I can't believe we're on our final episode. Have you had as much fun as I have? Definitely, Timothy. It's been one amazing experience. You're such a naturalist at this. Do you think you'll be doing more series? Who knows? If the opportunity comes, I'm definitely grabbing it. In fact, stay tuned. We know for a fact we have several series lined up. We're going to be sharing with you conversations on the ground, innovative people uh, that have been through and engage Kim in her work. We're gonna be lining up women leaders from across the country, so stay locked in. Kim, I think we should dive into this fifth episode. In this final episode, we're gonna explore how to future-proof yourself. In the book, you give more than 10 ways to ensure your personal, social, and professional life is tech solid. But here, we're gonna highlight five of them. Number one, the first step you believe into future-proofing yourself is to future-proof the kids. Let's talk about the children. How do we get the children to be our future, to teach them well and let them Well, firstly for me, I, I really believe that we need to help nurture and guide them. But well done on your voice, Timothy. I had no idea the, the other hidden talent. Um, you know, they are the ones that adapt to technology faster, but we are the wiser one, you know, ones as one would call them. We've got the wisdom and we've got the life experiences. And so we have journeyed through technology and so we need to give them these, you know, these wise words of wisdom. And this will then help them to kind of breach the gap of the years that we had, you know, done in ICT, basically. If I think of my 20 year journey, I'm sure if I must give that to any young person today, they could do it in like, what, in a year or two? Mm, yeah. Isn't that crazy? I mean, especially because, I mean, your first child and your second child, is there a difference in how they engage tech? Definitely. I mean, there's a five-year gap between them. I love you, love with all my heart. And I love you, Daniel, with all my heart. And how your day? It was great. Hey, mom had lots of work to do today. Yeah. Lots of people mommy helped. And how was your day? My is good. I, I colored this. I Wow, you have a big file. Yeah. And what is all in your file, Daniel? Uh, okay, can I show you? Of five, course. You have five centers. Wow. And this one, the, the, the eyes. The eyes? Um, eyes. And when I when I, when I, when I, with, my, with my ears, I can listen. You can listen with your ears? Mm -hmm. And do you listen to mommy with those ears? Yes. But what's interesting is that the younger one is now advancing faster because he's got the older one there. So it's exactly the same principle with us giving back to the generation of younger young people. Well, when they get older, 
the older one is going to tell the younger one that you've got me to think. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Well, actually, now we, we get to hear, but why is he getting to do this now and I am this age, yeah, you know? Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay, yeah, start with the kids. I mean, I don't know. I don't have kids, but I will say my niece and nephew are like my kids and my sister you know they have an age gap and she was extremely different with the two of them because of the the age gap and we have to keep up with technology do the research and do what's best for your family and just know that this tech is very addictive right and definitely definitely yeah, yeah and and definitely boundaries in the tech for for young kids are, are so important um, you wouldn't be sending your child out to a park unattended or, or left to talk to anybody. You know, you'd say, don't talk to strangers. So what are you telling them now in this virtual world? All right. Number two, the second thing you say is that you can design your home to be tech savvy. How? So definitely, you know, designing your home to be technology, um, you know, savvy opens up you know, to a world where resources and assistance systems can become available at a click of a button. As you are, for example, like ordering your groceries online, or you could be talking to devices to basically be doing things for you. Um, you know, you could even program things to remind you about things. So you could then become someone that could multitask, do various things at, at one go. And I know, Timothy, they always say women are great at multitasking. But I think in this 20th, you know, in the century that we are in right now, I think that we also push to the limits with all our multitasking. So using technology would be great for us. Yeah, I think in the book, I love how you help people set up their budget, how think about their ISP, their network, their hardware, software in the home. And, you know, what we have designed this podcast to do, as you now know, if you are, if you've gone through all four episodes, previous four episodes, is we're giving you highlights to inspire you to go deeper. Uh, but audio series, you can listen to this podcast, you can share it with people on the road and get a really strong insight about how to begin this journey but we want you to use the book to complete the journey number three the third way you can future proof yourself is with your health journey what do you mean by that so through app technology you can now measure your weight your bmi and through an app or a fitness watch you know measure your intake and progress daily so why is this important because you are now subconsciously becoming your own doctor and you are now subconsciously seeing okay i, I shouldn't be eating this i should be watching this etc so you're becoming your own dietitian too and in turn you are actually living a healthier life wow isn't it amazing the the power of data and tech coming together to to give us so much more insight about who we are one of my biggest things is that if my rings on my watch don't close, I feel like I need to get up and get moving again. Isn't it crazy? Like exactly. once you know, once you know how much you've slept, once you know what your BMI is and what's, how much oxygen is in your blood and all that sort of stuff, it definitely triggers you to move. Kim, um, have you met your ring total for today or do you still have more walking to do? Yeah, I'm halfway. Okay, cool. <laughs> Number four, if you think it's important to understand tech currency, 
Well, we've got news for you. It is. So many of us are afraid of this whole thing, and I have to admit, I need to know more. Enlighten us. What is tech currency? So, you know, it's basically a currency that is virtual. And what's interesting is that it's still being accepted and adapted at the moment. So 10 years ago, if we even mentioned, you know, about potentially having a virtual currency, people would have laughed, you know, or said impossible, you know, for, for a currency to be done, you know, in this manner. But at the moment, if you're looking at Bitcoin being, you know, the highest currency at the moment, and it's definitely something for you to look at because companies are now adapting to trade in, in these currencies. So I would definitely recommend, you know, that people go into it. And in the book, we will be sharing some tips and tricks of how to get started and, and why it's important to take this journey. What is the fundamental difference between a Bitcoin and a two rand coin? I mean, one, you can hide under the bed, but isn't the fundamental difference that one is just digital and one is, is physical? And it seems to me that the potential of the digital one is is unlimited. And I think that's the, the thing that people, because people can't wrap their head around it, I can't put it in a box, yes. people struggle with it. Just in terms of keeping an open mind, you believe that's critical, right? I do. I, I definitely do. That they need to be open-minded because where technology has taken us now, you would not have you know, thought that you would be looking at your medical records, you know, um, going into a doctor's surgery and he doesn't have a file on your desk anymore, but he's taking out an iPad and he's telling you that you have done bloods year, year, you know, all over, for example. So it's exactly the same principle now with this currency, you know, and in a few years time, we won't be walking, you know, as you mentioned, with physical coins. And um, we're already walking with your cell phone. Think about it, Timothy, we've been going to shops. You haven't been carrying anything but your phone and yeah. you've been paying with your phone. Even my watch, I tap on my watch. Yeah, okay, maybe I'm I'm a little closer than I realized I actually am. Finally, point number five. One of the best ways to future-proof yourself is to monitor, design, and protect your online footprint. Why is this key? Well, your digital footprint is used to identify you, and often people don't realize that, that people can actually mimic or create another you. Mm. So it's important for you to protect that. It's also important for you to ensure that what you are speaking about or what images you are putting out there, you know, for everybody out on the networks, that how are you protecting yourself and how are you protecting that your words are not misinterpreted? So definitely a, a huge and critical part, especially for our young people that are, you know, getting involved in sometimes cyberbullying and not realizing that there's a bigger world out there and this could potentially harm me for my future. Wow, I, I will tell you, one of the upsides of a digital footprint is a client contacted me recently. They saw some content that I posted four or five years ago and asked me if we join in a relationship, an influencer relationship, can they use that content? This is a true story and I'm amazed at how content from that long ago can either serve you or cripple you. And I've seen a lot of people who, you know, they're 25 years old now, but they posted something when they were 17 or 18 and they lost a scholarship, they lost funding and so forth. So your digital footprint can either take you additional places or take you backward and cripple your career. So many people lost jobs. So definitely consider that. All I know is this, is that 
this podcast will be on your digital footprint. Are you okay with that? Definitely. <laughs> your entrepreneurial journey is both inspirational and exceptional. I mention inspirational because you truly have a gift for inspiring individuals and a heart for giving. You execute both those values with so much love and patience that it becomes infectious for those you surround yourself with. As your husband, I will continue to support your journey and your ambition to uplift women and make huge impact in social upliftment and community-based work through your foundation. Many see you as a businesswoman between nine and five, but you wear several hats. A mother of two boys who love and adore you. A wife who I am extremely proud of and a friend to anyone who comes to knock on your door. Thank you for committing your life and uplifting those who need it the most and never turning them away. May your journey be blessed and I love you. For those of you who are feeling sad, like this is the end of the series. As I mentioned earlier, we got more coming, so not to worry, this is only the beginning. Follow Kim on LinkedIn and go to www.ontheballcollege.co.za. I'm Timothy Maurice. Until the next one.